Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace. You're listening to Paint the Town Podcast with your hosts. L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of L.A. Street Art Gallery, James Chen of Episode 160. What's up, bro? How's it going, man? 60, huh? Yeah. We're moving. Hell yeah, man. And you know what? I want to change it up at the beginning. We usually say this at the end of the show, but um, I figure, you know, we should tell people uh, at the very beginning, if you're listening to this podcast, leave us a review on iTunes. Follow us at PTTB Show on Instagram if you haven't. If you're new, welcome to the show. And also, if we have the, uh, we have an email, uh, PTTB Show at gmail.com. Um, I figure, you know, we love getting comments. Last week, we got some, you know, actual mail from uh, one of our listeners. That was awesome. Out Pogo. Pogo. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I often get DMs from our listeners. But, uh, you know, if you have a comment that you want us to read on the show, uh, feel free to email us again. That's pttpshow at gmail dot com. And um, but yeah, let's get started, man. Episode one sixty. Let's go. Hell yeah, dude. How's your weekend, man? Oh, it was uh, it was good. It was uh, uh, quite a bit eventful, actually. Oh. Had his final game of the of his uh, baseball season. Okay. And um, <laughs> I got a little, you know, uh, work. Because um, evidently the team that they played, I'm going to keep names out of this and everything, um, was kind of talking a little bit of crap before the <laughs> game because scrimmage game before the season and that team had, had beat his team. And so they're like, yeah, we're going to beat you guys again. You suck, this, that, and the other, right? Yeah. And even the coach, man, the coach was just – A jerk? I mean, just someone – yeah, basically. He was allowing the team, and and dude, even some of the um, people in the stands were like doing cheers, where it was like, okay, boy, you guys are really just you know reading a culture of assholes, starting them young, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there was uh, there was a few times where I kind of you know gave the the coach a hard time, but I would I was not you know directing my comments to anyone specific. There, I was kind of throwing them out there, like, dude, he came up and questioned like some a strike call after one of his kids got called out on a strike is that is that is as he was oh no you're not supposed to argue calls even okay. if they're bad even okay. if they're bad you know especially you know in a little league you know yeah, it's, it's little like, league, hey, right? <laughs> it's you fun, know this right? is the umpire this is the umpire here you got to go even if he's making horrible calls you know you can kind of like oh, oh, oh you know do whatever you want but you don't go up there and talk to him about his calls and so right after the kid got struck out you know i saw the coach and i saw him walking toward and i knew that's what he was going to do and so what I do is, you know, kind of out loud, like, 
oh, no, 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 no. You don't question the call. You don't question the call. <laughs> and the dude kind of like hesitated a little bit, you know, and, but then he kept like, walking on over to the umpire and walks up to him. And I told him, you know, I saw like, where he was talking about the call. I'm like, oh, no, he's questioning the call. He's questioning the call. <laughs> Like Unfortunately, I said, sometimes I have the ability to be a, a you know pretty good little asshole heckler. Um, you know, but I, like I said, I wasn't calling out his name. I was doing it as much taste as you could do it. You know what I mean? Without being and dude, right at the end, the dude got so worked up because right after we, I mean, they, they beat him like sixteen to seven or something like that. Right after I knew that the game was over, because dude, you never know when they can come back. Kids will score like 15, 20 points with two outs in one inning. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, I mean, it's just a little league. I mean, you know, you never know yeah, what's going to happen. Dude, yeah. They call in, you know, I mean, kid get up there and just throw 20 balls in a row and walk, you know, do a cakewalk around the damn bases. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but, you know, once I knew the game was over, I, I did kind of say, oh, that's what happens when you talk crap before the game. <laughs> and a dude lost it. He came over there, like, into the stands. He's like, you, what's your name? What's your name? I'm like, hey, you need to know my name. What's, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> like, hey, you know, your team was talking crap. Even some of the people in your stands were talking crap before the game. That's absolutely not true. And he's like, everyone in the stands on our side, which is probably about 18 to 20 people, we're all like, Hoof. and looking at me like, oh, my God, what's going on? You know? This, this, you know, and <laughs> as a coach, you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed to address anyone in the stands like that. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? But I was just thinking, hey, you know, what are you going to do? I know, no, you don't know my name. You know, what are you, you going to do? Oh, you're going to get me suspended. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get you suspended. I'm going to get you Go banned ahead. from all Little League games in the future, right? <laughs> and you know what? I, I emailed the coach later. I said, hey, man, I'm, I'm sorry. You know, I, I uh, <clears throat> but the email I got back was kind of funny. He's like, look, dude, you're all good. You know, just make sure we keep it tasteful and everything. But that guy is very, very thin skinned. Um, <laughs> you know, I was basically doing what the coach wanted to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's, that's who I am. Yeah. You know, because, yeah, yeah. But, you know, if one of the people in the stands want to kind of do it in a respectful way, like I did it, you know, okay, let it go a little bit. But he was, you know, holding that coach back, like, no, 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 no. You don't need to know any of this. Just, you Man. You don't need this. You know, your, your kids are watching. Your kids are watching right now, you know. Um, but so anyway, I got another. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Uh, Hold on. Hold on. I got, a, I got a little cards, drum roll. Man. Hold on. I'm going to. Uh, what we're doing right now is opening another baseball pack card, and I figure, uh, you know. Nice. All right. So, we got here. Who we got? Who we got? on the Braves, don't know him. Sonny Gray on the Cincinnati Reds, don't know him. Uh, yeah, pitcher. Um, Buck Farmer on the... Uh, I love that name, man. He's a pitcher, too. Detroit. Um, yeah, another pitcher. Uh, the Tigers. Let's see. Oh, this is a future star. Um, Aristides Aquino. I wish they do the names a little bit bigger, you know, getting old like this in the Cincinnati yeah, Reds. Outfielder, right? Outfielder. Um, yeah. And uh, Will Smith from the Dodgers, catcher. Nice. nice. I'm stoked. I'm, I'm collecting some Dodgers. Uh, I think I got uh, like three or four Dodgers now. Um, nice. Oscar Mercado on the uh, Cleveland Indians. Uh, Mets. We got Brandon uh, Brandon Timo, um, nice. Adam Frazier from the uh, Pirates, um, Charlie Morton from the Rays. Um, oh, wow, this is an interesting one. 
Andre Jimenez from the Mets. Oh, Different nice. kind of looking card there. We got another picture. Is that, a, uh, is that like a special rare one or something like that? Like well, a, it's definitely different than, than all the others. You know okay, I, mean? I see, like I a, see. That one has like a gold foil on it, right? Yeah. Like in the corner right there? Yeah, apparently those are worth like a little bit more than the other ones of the pack, man. Hell yeah. Nice. Uh, Max Scherzer on the, uh, the Nationals there. You know, um, did you hear that? Oh, dude, I got a, a Los Angeles Dodgers team, uh, team card. Nice. Nice. Oh, yeah. Two more. You, okay. Garrett Richards. And Jacob DeGrom. The, uh, Very Mets. nice, man. Very nice. Adding to my collection that uh, old Dave Oliver started with the uh, hot hands. Dude, yeah, you know what? I'm going to buy, you know, here's the thing, man. You can't actually buy these packs in uh, Target anymore, man. They stopped selling it and they stopped selling Pokemon cards because. Uh, yeah, it was a gunfight. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying people these days, man, let people have their cards, you know what I mean? But, you know, everybody's trying to grab them from the big box stores and uh, uh, sell them to uh, the little box ones like uh, like Dave's store, man. But, hey, man, I wanted to, before we get too far away from and let our guests in, because I do see him in the waiting room, man, um, I wanted to kind of talk about a few things that, you know, I mean, actually just one, the vaccine real quick. I know everybody's like, oh, fuck, the, the pandemic's over. Yeah, I'm fuck glad you brought it up, vaccine, man. man. Um, but you know, the crazy thing is like, there's just like, I don't know, we live in a weird time right now, man, where I don't know what to believe a lot of times, but <clears throat> one thing I do believe are firsthand stories, you know, you know what I mean? Firsthand coming from the fucking person, right? All we hear in the news today is, Hey, get the vaccine. It's hundred percent safe. Like, you know, don't worry about it. We never hear about any like problems or anything like that. Right. Well, let me bring up two stories that I could. One is reported by the media, but one I can't find a single fucking thing. And this guy's a celebrity. And we're, since we're on the topic of baseball, uh, former uh, base, Angel baseball player Doug Reinhart, okay? And this guy's also famous for uh, being in the hills, and he was due to date Paris Hilton, I think, right? Um, now, five days ago, um, he posted this uh, post. <coughs> and, you know, this guy's like a... Uh, a celebrity. I mean, uh, you know, not a high list celebrity, but, you know, people know who he is. So, I mean, at least he has some sort of credibility in terms of uh, who he is. Right. But basically right. he said that uh, his dad got the second dose of vaccines four days before his death. Uh, you know, sure enough, it was one of the largest blood clots I've ever seen in pulmonary embolism, said the coroner. Uh, you know, he had a COVID last year. He beat it. He got the vaccine. Uh, again, just because, the, you know, everybody was saying to get the vaccine, basically. And at the end, man, I mean, you know, he, this guy died of a blood clot, man. And you know what? This is his personal Instagram. Um, he posted that. But if I search in Google or DuckDuckGo or any of these search engines about Doug Reinhardt, I mean, you know what? Guess what? They report on, oh, he bought a house. Oh, his, uh, he has twin sons in 2019. You know, but nothing about his pops passing away, man. So, I mean, um, I don't know what's going on with that, <laughs> but uh, that's a firsthand story, man. And, uh, you know, that's not the only one, too, man. Uh, my man, Eric Clapton, man, I mean, he, he kind of like uh, came out and basically said that, you know, here, here's his story. About six weeks later, he got his second shot of AstraZeneca. And then, uh, needless to say, the reactions were disastrous. My hands and feet were either frozen or numb or burning, pretty much useless for two weeks. I feared I would never play again. 
but the propaganda said that the vaccine was safe for everyone. So, I mean, you know, it's just kind of crazy because, I mean, I, it, he is okay now, right? But it's just like nobody let people know that, hey, you're going to be out for fucking two weeks, you know what I mean? Or like a... Well, that's the thing. That's the, that's the problem with when it comes to a vaccine like that. You're going to have people that are going to be what we call the outliers, you know, that, that have these, you know, responses that are way different than most people. And, you know, they've, they reported some, some blood clots in the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. you know, that's... Um, I mean, but this is a two-dose shot, you know. My question is, what happens if you get a two-dose shot of the Johnson & Johnson, man? <laughs> like, what no happens? Idea, I'm just man. saying, I'm like... Not gonna try any... to, I'm not going to try that. But let me just tell you this. I was actually thinking about this as far as the, the face mask situation, which a lot of people are getting kind of mixed up on now yeah. because of the quick change in, you know, what has been, uh, you know, the, the rules and, and whatever. Um Basically, you know, if you want to be safe and not get sick from anything, wear a mask. Or just stay you know? inside, man. We've been staying well, no, inside. No, just, just wear a mask, you know. And here's, you know, I, I, I can't remember, um, you know, last time I had like a cold or, a, or a, um, been sick at all. And this is just from wearing a mask and, you know washing the hands and keeping them nice and clean and everything. Yeah. So my, my, my point is, you know, do what you want, but just be prepared. You might get a shitty, really, really shitty sickness. Okay. Yeah. As for myself, anytime I feel like wearing a mask from now on, I'm going to wear a mask because if I feel like I'm going into a place that even might have the, the potential of having a COVID variant or whatever the hell, to wear a mask i don't and i'm not going to tell anyone else to wear a mask you know this will be my own thing but what i can tell you is that you know i, I went back and forth to florida twice i went to a lot of different places did a lot of different things a lot of different people and i was very you know adamant about keeping my mask on and this whole time dude this whole time i have not gotten any kind of sickness at all mm. and you're also wonder, a strong dude I gotta, too yeah. i gotta wonder how the um you know like the the companies that make the cold serums and, and cough and cold and medicines are doing, they got to have taken a hit because don't <laughs> you true. know that yeah. a lot of people have not been getting sick for a long time now. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, that's, that's my point. It's like, you know what? I just discovered a new way to stay in really good health. And, you know, if I want to go without a mask, you know, go without a mask, whatever, but it's not going to be around a bunch of people for a long time. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like it's crazy sometimes. I think like, at this point, you just got to go with how you feel. You yep. Know? Because I, they I, put these guidelines out there and they've switched around so much. It's kind of like, you know what? Do what you they, feel is right. They don't know what's going on either, to be honest, man. I mean, there's not a lot of data for everything that's going. And, well, dude, uh, your brothers are doctors. What the hell do they say? Well, my brother, I mean, you know, to, to be perfectly frank, I mean, like his opinion has shifted with his knowledge from the CDC because doctors like they pretty much get their latest information from the CDC, but he still makes his personal uh, judgment. Like, for example, is he going to give my nephew the vaccine, even though they say like, oh, you know. You know, any any kid can uh, get the vaccine. How old your, your nephew? Uh, my nephew's pretty young, so I don't think they're gonna give it to him. He's only three. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, but you know, personally, if I had a kid, which you know, definitely 
you know, in bizarre world, right? <laughs> I'm a father, Jesus Christ. But, uh, <laughs> but you know, I, I mean, I just feel like personally, you, you know, I think it would be tough on the kids, at least the symptoms that I personally went through. Um, you know, I don't want to repeat all the symptoms again. Uh, I still, you know, encourage people, if you feel like you want to get the vaccine, you should definitely get the vaccine. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I mean, I feel you. If you're scared, if you, you know, don't, understand like uh you know what may happen to you and you're hesitant you know well just let you know me and teach both got it and we're still alive you know you know but um you know at the end of the day i think like the vaccine that is yeah 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 exactly <laughs> not 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 covid not covid no but you know like i said Dude, let's bring can, in our guest man. yeah sure all we can really good. do is share our personal information i mean stories but uh you know yeah exactly today we have Man, a G inside the street art game, wouldn't you say? Yeah, dead punk, man. I am very, very excited, man. Let's bring him in, man. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. To the song playing on the radio. Welcome, Dead Punk. There you, there you are. go. Okay, yo, what's up, man? <laughs> nice. Look at this mask and hat and outfit, dude. I love it. Yes, sir. Man, Hell thanks yeah. so much for joining us today, man. It's an honor to have you on. No, nah, no, nah, bro. Thank you for inviting me, man. Hell yeah. Now, where are you joining us today from, man? Because I saw you just had an art show and, uh, you know, where are you joining us today, bro? Well, uh, I'm from El Paso, so that, that's where I had the show. So I had it here in my hometown. Hell yeah. Nice. Awesome, man. Very yeah, nice. Very... Is that one of your pieces up there behind you on the wall? Yeah, actually, yeah, man. That's like one of my older type of work. Uh, you're talking about maybe 2011 or 2012. Oh, okay. Nice. Like uh, ballerina. Started, huh? Yeah. I dig it, man. I love it, man. Any course, anything that has a, a female figure in it, I'm gonna play. So. <laughs> yeah, Nothing wrong with that. Draw a lot more women back then, and more, uh, in more sensual ways. You know, I was into that shit. You know, hey, that's that. good. That's okay, man. Basically, nice. every single artist, um, <laughs> you know, goes through all different kinds of stages, and and. Uh, you know, my wife actually um, opened my eyes to the fact that uh, some of the bigger artists that I knew of even went through uh, some perverted images of, of nudes and like opened my eyes up to a lot of things, you know, because there were some some images that I did that, you know, there were uh, I did some nudes and, you know, it was kind of like I was like, oh, she's like, this is nothing. You know, I, my, my wife's from Europe. So, you know, things are yeah. much more uh, lax when it comes to nudity and death and stuff like that in Europe. <laughs> but um, born in, in uh, El Paso? Yeah, yeah, boy, born and raised, bro. Born uh, and raised. Nice. <laughs> man. Now, what? if you don't know, just letting the audience know, if you're just listening to this podcast, uh, yeah. Dead Punk is wearing a uh, Luce mask. Would you, is it a Luce mask? Uh, it's a luchador. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Luce, um, Luce, Luce, are you talking about Luce? Because that, that's an actual name of a... Of a wrestler from Mexico, his name is Luche. Oh, but, you know what? Are you, are you trying to say Luchador? 
sometimes I feel like some people maybe like uh, shorten just the name automatically to say, oh, Lucha, okay, okay, you know yeah. what I mean? Some of my Mexican friends, but um, yeah, Lucha also, Libre. Yeah, oh, Lucha, I, so, yeah so, I think the. I think the right word is lucha. Is lucha. A lucha? Okay, okay. My, my apologies. Yeah, and he's also wearing a really cool cowboy hat. With a... Chinese guys, man. He can't speak Spanish for shit, you know? Poco. poco. Uh, you know, he's also wearing a really cool, uh, Hawaiian shirt, man. Just a paint... Hawaiian shirt, bro. I like them Just Hawaiians. Man. And, and I wanted to describe for the audience because, uh, like I said, it's a very iconic image. And, uh, you know, I've seen him see Dead Punk on social media, man. And, you know, it always catches my eye whenever uh, – so, you know, so uh, – so go on, man. So you're you're born and raised in El Paso, man. So uh, you know when did you start um, doing art, man? You know what? I started doing art. Um, I don't know, maybe like around seven, eight years old. My dad used to draw a bunch of uh, pit bulls. Oh. Um, and it was it seems it seems to be like it was a a, a classic image. Uh, or or a common image from Mexico because my dad's from Mexico and. He would just always draw like the pit bull, like kind of like muscular with the head, like a big oh. head. What but part of Mexico is your family from? Uh, from Torreon, Torreon, Coahuila. Oh, where's uh, that? Nice. Deeper down in uh, Mexico, maybe okay. like maybe like 10, 12 hours away from, at least from uh, my uh, El Salvador or Guatemala. Oh, no, no. Or... Not that no, 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 yeah, that's, no, this is in Mexico. Um, but later on in the years, I saw that uh, that image that he would draw. I would see it like in other places, drawn exactly the same ways from in Mexico. So I always found it weird that my draw, my dad, when when I when I would see those images, I, I later on in life I would see them, and it was the exact same way that my dad would draw. So I don't know, I don't know where that came from. But that's when I started. When I started seeing him do, started just trying to mimic what he did, and I just kind of grew love, you know, grew some love in drawing and, um, awesome. so this is what, like seven, eight years old, you were, you were already like, what were you using yeah. like pencil, pens or any yeah, yeah, like just, markers? Just, nah, just pencil, uh, pencil and pen, man. Like, I mean, no crayon. I was just, I would just try to do what he did. And later on when I actually got into like, you know what, well, oh, this is cool, man. Uh, I, I started drawing like, uh, those anime characters, uh, Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball nice. is like my Me favorite too, character ever. So, I used to just draw that shit all the time. And in middle school, when I got around middle school, I was so good at it that a lot of people would just hit me up to draw them. <laughs> these, these hey, images. Favorite, uh, Dragon Ball character that you would like? I like Trunks, bro. Trunks. Oh, yeah. Trunks with the purple yeah. hair. And the, yeah. at the time, when I was a kid, <laughs> I wanted to have the bowl cut, just like the, the butt part in the middle, man, just so I could be yeah. like. Yeah. <laughs> that's the same haircut I had. <laughs> yeah, I had that look all uh, all middle school, man. Actually, yeah. for like uh, fifth, sixth grade, seventh, eighth, ninth, I had that same bowl cut. I just pulled it up for the audience of the YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you know, if you have no idea what, what we're talking about, yeah, check it out. Classic Dragon Ball Z character, man. Hell yeah, dude. Try, yeah, dude, but, uh, okay. So you said you had friends like when you're in middle school that would approach you about drawing. Uh, what would you draw for them? Well, they would just hit me up with a bunch of, because uh, they were all into Dragon Ball too, so they would just tell me to draw like Goku, Krillin. Um, but you know, it's middle school, so during those years, you know, everyone's going through their hormone changes and you know, and shit like that. So I started getting. Were they paying you? Were they at least offering you money or something in return, some kind of trade? Yeah, yeah, they were paying me a dollar per image, which uh, to me was a lot. You know, I would, I would, um, 
I would uh, buy hot Cheetos with that shit, you know? <laughs> um, burritos from the burrito lady, you know? Like, that's, you know that's how I would make my money. Did, did, did you ever find any... Did kids ever like take credit for your work? Because we had a, quite a few of these stories. Like somebody asked, you know, them to draw it at middle school, and then somebody turned around and said, "Hey, that's, you know, I did this." Did that happen it. to you at all? <laughs> no, no. Well, th this is this is actually a funny story. Um, um, well, like like I said, I was doing, I was I was drawing these pictures for these guys, and um, you know, like I said, this this is an age where you're looking at girls, and you know, you're you're starting to get boners, you know, whatever. Like, <laughs> yeah. So I started getting requests for, you know, these animation porn type of images, you know, like, hey, can you draw Goku? Hentai. You know, <laughs> you know hitting on milk and uh, milk and shit, you know, like just crazy requests. So I would do them until one of the guys got caught with the, with, with my drawings and they asked him who, who, who was responsible for the drawings. Oh, no. He ratted me out, so I got suspended for like three days. And that was oh, the end of my. Dude, of wait my, a uh, second! Whoa, whoa, whoa! You got <laughs> suspended? Yeah, yeah, I got suspended for three days for drawing, drawing porn, bro. Like, oh porn, man, you know? that's man. wrong. At an early is... age, you were a you were persecuted for your art, man. Yeah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no. so I got caught after that. I that's where my shit ended. I mean, I mean, I still kept drawing, bro, but I stopped drawing those fucking requests that they were giving me. You know. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not worth hot Cheetos, man, right? You know, what's, what's, what's funny is that, um, uh, you know, I guess you're in middle school, you, you know, you get suspended, they call your parents and all that shit. My parents never found out about it because they had the wrong number. Oh. And they had an old address, so they were never, never able to get a hold of my parents. So my, my parents oh. never, never. That's a relief. So what did you do when you were suspended? I wouldn't have been bummed, yeah, man. Well. Can I just tell you that? Like, if you were my son, you know what I mean? And then. School called up and said, "Hey, your son's making some drawings of some nasty girls." And be like, "Can I have those?" <laughs> <laughs> no, well, I, 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 I told him that I got suspended from the bus for throwing shit inside the bus. That's, oh, that's what okay. I told them. Okay. okay, but you pled to a lesser. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you had to. I mean, what else? <laughs> I mean, you got, for the audience, you got to understand, man. This is a very conservative time when Dead Punk was growing up, man. You couldn't just yes. pull up people oh, wait, 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 on your wait, phone. Wait, wait, you, you know what I mean? Punk, just so people have an idea, like roughly, uh, what what is your age? Uh, Mid thirties. Yeah, I mean, I assume so because of Dragon Ball, right? It's a generational yeah, anime, yeah, anime yeah. right? But like <laughs> yes, I said, you know, what I mean, this at this time, people were still passing around magazines with naked ladies. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, we didn't have the internet, man. The internet wasn't like available to us to, uh, you know. Drawings were taboo, ah, yeah. man. Crazy, right? Crazy how times change. But yeah, anyways, so it was either magazines or drawings of shit, you know, like <laughs> pinup girl. That. Yeah, nice. yeah. Okay. Nice. So, so, so that happened to you, man. That was the first trauma in the uh, art world, man. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Punished for doing something very nicely. Hmm. Yeah, trying to do something nice for people, you know. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so what was make, your and make money out of it? Nice, nice. So you 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 were you know an entrepreneur at a very young age as an artist, man. So you knew yes. the hustle, man. You got to draw. Like people give you money, man. So I mean, what was the next? What was thing, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. What was the progression from there? Well, from there, um, actually, I, I after middle school, um, once I got to high school, bro, you know, like, I mean, I stopped drawing. Um, you break. know, I was just hanging around with buddies. You know, it was all about, you know, just partying and girls and things like that so you know i, I kind of yeah. just let it go all through high school like i um 
I I just I just stopped drawing, bro. Like I didn't I didn't even. You didn't have like a, a beautiful uh, high school art teacher like I did that inspired you. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know what? No, I didn't. But I mean, I I always liked the uh, um my art classes, but I never liked what we had to do. You know, they had us painting. Oh, they make you do shit. And, yeah, like that uh, bullshit. You know, like flower vases. And I mean, I mean, I'm not saying it's bullshit, but it just wasn't something that I was into. You know, I didn't yeah. want to paint flower vases and shit or mountains and clouds you know like yeah <laughs> bob ross you know, what's his name? Dude. yeah not that ross ross shit, you know yeah no bob at the time ross. yeah totally yeah but that's what she was into and that's what they would teach so i was like okay well you know the, oh god yeah see that's i would the just problem. get by in art class <laughs> don't get me wrong i love any and all teachers and especially even more so art teachers you know uh bless their hearts but um unfortunately some of those art teachers have ruined some kids, um, you know, interest in art, basically, Yeah. you know, by doing that, by doing stuff yeah. that they feel like people should be doing instead of recognizing talent and, and learning how to, you know, nurture it and make it flourish. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. There's like, a hey, whole completely something. different thing. Instead of running a curriculum or you, you learn and nurture, you know, that's the yeah. couple of different ways of, of teaching art, but, um, what was okay so what after that what was um i got so, what was the first time you did something on the street or no no what were you gonna say what was what you do after that after uh, no well school? after after high school um because I, I guess when i was in high school what i wanted to do was uh, i wanted to get into architecture so i tried to do try to go to community college because i always liked the uh, design art design and, and architecture has always attracted me so i tried to do that but um i only did like two years because you know, I just didn't, I got bored of doing all those, uh, those prerequisite courses that have nothing to do with architecture, you know, like, you know, all these bullshit I had to take. So I just kind of like gave up on that. So, That's how they thin the herd. You know what I mean? They're like, yeah. we'll put them through this, these bullshit classes. We'll make them not want to do anything anymore. That's how we'll thin out the crowd for this particular yeah. career, you know? Yeah, and it's more money for them that way, you know? They make you take yeah. all these classes that you don't need and it's more money for them. So yep. yeah, so I started through that bullshit. So I I didn't I didn't I didn't uh, keep that going. And then I was just lost for a couple of years, you know, um, just you know, just doing that young, dumb, young and dumb stuff, you know, just partying and shit like that. Um, and I think around 2010, um, I got a. I remember I was just I was at home bored, bro, and I think I saw like a like a magazine ad on a like this uh, community events paper that said uh, uh drink and draw so like oh you know that sounds fun you know i haven't drawn in a while i'm gonna go check it out so i i show up with my my little little sketch pad and you know my a pencil bro nothing nothing fancy you know so i get there and the first thing i see is like a bunch of artists like they're, they have like fucking easels and shit and and charcoals and and i'm over here just do a little sketch pad and a pencil and they're over here painting a, a naked chick, you know. I'm like, oh shit, like what the hell? Like this, this shit actually goes on. Like this, shit, this is not only in movies, you know. Like I started tripping out. So yeah, well, I showed up with my little, uh, I think, uh, I think we're at Tecate Tall Boys, and and my notepad and. So yeah, so I'm in there, like I'm, I'm trying to like focus and draw this naked chick in front of me, and you know I, I i did i did the best i could and after that like i, I mean i was i was i was sloppy you know i was in you know I was, I was 
rusty, you know? You had a couple of Tecate tall boys in you, man. Yeah, and I haven't really drawn <laughs> in years, bro. Did you have to take was... a little bathroom break, if you know what I mean? <laughs> nah. <laughs> nah, nah, nah. <laughs> Wait, was that the first time you uh, draw, drew, like, a naked lady, though? I mean, like, well, in uh, uh, With alive, one in front of you. Yeah, in person, yeah, yeah. Definitely. Oh, it's intimidating. It's yeah, so I just, you know, I didn't want her catching me looking at her. At her boobs, you know, like, you know, like I mean, you are drawing her, right? So yeah, I mean, but I mean, you were, you're a little shy, basically. Yeah, right? I was a little. Uh, yeah, dude, I was like, you know, it's my first time seeing this shit. So I'm like, oh shit, you know, like, um, and yeah. So, so the next week, um, well, after after the after that session, I kind of walked around. And I looked at everybody's stuff and what they were using, and and I, I was just tripping now, like, oh shit, you know, they, they got these like like pastel charts with colors. And I decided to, um, you know, come back the next week. And I went to, to Hobby Lobby and I bought those type of uh, uh, thing, uh, mediums that they were using, those charcoals and pastels. Nice. And, and then I started playing with that. So every uh, Wednesday I would go. And that's when I started getting back into it. And that was in 2010. Um, nice. And then after that, it, it kind of just started snowballing. So, you know what, man, I want to get into painting. So I started picking up brush acrylics i started playing with that and then i started getting into uh spray painting um i went and bought some cans and i started playing with the cans and it, it just from there bro i just i just I, I never stopped i just kept going and i just kept evolving and doing it That's and, awesome um and back to your question when i started doing like street art um well when i was doing uh when i was getting back into um uh, art um, I started getting involved into like the the art scene here in El Paso, and um, I think it, it might have been around 2011 or 12 that I did a first paste stuff. But I had already done some painting, so I had a few shows, and and during that time, I started seeing some wheat paste in the streets. You know, like um, some of my buddies uh, from my collective, Los Visionaries. You know, they, they used to have uh, Sheba Jones, which is kind of like this. Uh, African American looking chick with like a peace sign, you know, with a little fro. I used to see it around all over the city. Mm-hmm. Um, and during that time, I hadn't really met these guys yet, but during that time, I had made a piece called Dead Punk, and it was, yeah, that, that one, yeah, yeah, nice. So I would see that one around, and I thought it was cool how you could put your image out in the street, and you know not just people at an art show or something would see it, you know, like everybody would see these things, you know, and that piece is called uh, Sheba Love Jones. Sorry, you cut out for a second. Whose piece is this? Yeah, uh, that, that guy right there on the comment that says Venus.visual. Oh, okay, okay. Dope, dope, dope. This is actual piece, uh, and it's called uh, Sheba Love Jones. I, I, I posted it, and um, yeah, so that was like my first time seeing, I mean, I, I've seen street art like on TV and shit like that, like from other cities, but that was my first time seeing wheat paste in my city, you know, from local artists. So uh, I that stuff, but not like wheat paste and wheat posters and all that stuff. Um, so around that time, uh, I had a I had made a piece, which was an image of a of a skull with a spine and an X, and it had like a little mohawk. So I, I, at the when I first made that, it calling it dead punk. It's just that's the name that I decided to call it after it was done. No, not that one. Uh, it's someone one similar like that. Okay. Okay. I don't know if you can find it. It has. It's just like a like a spinal cord and half of the skull with like an X 
Mm, let me see here. It's a little I'll, bit. It's a, I'll look it it's up. It's a little uh, bit before that one you showed. You were kind of okay. It's not this one either, right? No, okay. it's a little bit before that. Okay, no problem. I'll I'll look it up. But keep going. You found a. Uh, you drew. This yeah. Show. Yes. So when I started, when I when I started getting to like, you know, I want to do some of these weed posters out there to get myself out there because I I saw it as kind of like a more of a marketing technique than anything to market myself. So. Um, there, I found it. Yeah, that one. So, uh, so when I started, when I wanted to do an image, um, I was looking for an image, and that's the one that I thought was the, the coolest of the images I had, and it was simple. So that's the one I started we pasting it around the city, and that, that piece was called Dead Punk. But, I mean, at, and at first, it's not like I was planning to call myself Dead Punk, but mm. that piece was called Dead Punk, so... You know, it kind of just—I kind of just took over that name after that. You know, like yeah, uh, some of the images I, I put the name of the piece, and from there it kind of just—you know—evolved into Dead Punk. You know, I just—I just ran with that name. You know. So. So when you were when you were doing the the weed paste with the weed pasting, what um, did you ever uh, come across any cops or anything? Did you have any problems uh, with them? No, I, I've been lucky not to, bro. Um, I mean, there's been close calls, but I have, I have never been busted or caught, man. Like, I mean, just close calls, you know? You, you know, when they look out? Like, no, I've always did it by myself, man. Um, I always oh, thought, okay. like, yeah, I always did it by myself, and I always did it either uh, early mornings or um, during the day, bro, like. I just felt like at night it was just more risky, bro. You know, the cops yeah. are out there. You can't be out in the morning, you know, trying to fucking hit spots, you know. So I get up like at 5, 6 in the morning. You know, the sun's barely coming up. There's not that many cars or sometimes around. Just hit a spot or during the day, you know. Hell yeah, man. That's uh, a big I mean, tip, it, man. It all comes down to body language, you know. You, yeah, uh, yeah. You look like you're supposed to be doing what you're doing, or at least you think you're supposed to be doing what you're doing. It's a lot different than someone who thinks they should be getting away with what they're doing. And their body motions, <laughs> yeah. And the way the way I would do it was, I would just go and hit a spot, and then I'd be in my car. I wouldn't walk there or be walking around, just hitting multiple spots. Like I drive around first to see which spots I wanted to hit, and then I would go and I stop. I hit that spot, um, get in my car, drive somewhere else. That way, if somebody saw me, um, and they called the cops, they wouldn't, you know. Then and obviously they would probably. You know, tell the cops what were my my appearance, what was I wearing, all that shit. So if I was out in the streets walking around, you know, they would catch me. You know, like, hey, yeah, it was some dude with the Hawaiian shirt or something. You know, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> crazy mask and hat. And yeah, yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't do it like this, but I mean, you know, there's always certain clothing you might wear that you might stand out. So exactly. Yeah. So, so I would drive around, I hit the spot, and then just get in my car and go hit a spot like somewhere else, not even close by. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Smart. yeah. That's you don't want to leave do. a trail of uh, spots hitting up to when the cop catches you. Or, and then, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. I don't want to go down the street just hitting multiple spots, you know, the yeah. same street, you know, like. Yeah, we had, uh, who was that? It was a Kai, uh, artist uh, Kai, that uh, had this sticker that he was putting on all these stop signs. Yeah. And, like, hundreds of them. And the cop busted them. And followed behind them as he got up on his cousin's shoulders and they would walk along and he was peeling off 
each one of those stickers, and the cop just followed him for hours. <laughs> yeah, I see exactly. That's what. You remember that, James? I, no, I remember, remember that. that yeah. I mean, <laughs> Kai. Kai was. If you don't know, uh, you know, check out Kai. I mean, it's an old. It's an older interview, but an awesome one, man. So much knowledge. I mean, you know, super famous street artist. Uh, he was telling us about his uh, morons campaign. He changed the Marlboro uh, cigarette box into uh, say morons, basically, oh, shit, for a stop smoking cool. campaign, right? And then, yeah, they just went out and they printed out like, you know, three to 400 copies or something like that. And they literally just went to town on a truck and then just hit, you know, just <laughs> the cop just was following them the whole time. It's just, it's kind of hilarious. Yeah, that, that, that's exactly so that's smart. Good way <laughs> yeah. to do it like that, man. Also, I never really liked uh, going with friends or people that go hit spots, man. I, I was always more, more nervous when I mm -hmm. try to do it with people. It's more of a liability, right? And I'm yeah, telling you, I'm like, yeah, it's got to be dedication like, uh, for you, man. You wake up early just to hit the streets. I like, I like that, man. You, you know, what yeah. I mean, like, <laughs> early bird gets the worm. There you go. Hell yeah! But he's, yeah. he's also very right. You know, when you have a group of people, it looks a hell of a lot more suspicious, and a cop is going to get way more worked up, and he's going to be like on pins and needles. You do one little thing, you know what I mean? <laughs> Whereas if you're just one guy, you have more of a chance of reasoning with him and him, you know, maybe even being cool with you. Yeah, maybe the other guys will get nervous or, you know, just start showing some signs of they're doing something wrong, you know, something like that. Uh, you guys know Dr. Nothing, right? Yeah, yes. man. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout yeah, out so, to yeah, Dr. Nothing. Yeah, because yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I went a couple of times with Dr. Nothing, man. I, every time I went with him, bro, I would get so fucking scared, bro, nervous. Like, because that <laughs> dude, like, he would just hit spots like nothing, you know, just right here, here. And I'm like, dude, hold on, you know, you, you, you gotta look out first. And boom, he just gets off and does it and shit. I'm like, damn, bro, like, you get his car. Like, you get me nervous as fuck all the time, bro. Like, but you know, yeah, he was, he was all over my city, man. Like, dude, Dr. Nothing is, gets up him. everywhere, man. Yeah, that dude goes hard. <laughs> Let me ask you, man. So when you first started getting up, man, I noticed these like colored, uh, rectangles and also the x um, around your images man what, what yeah. like what kind of uh, is the inspiration behind that well uh, um it goes back to that um that uh that thing that i was telling you Dead about that i was image. always into architect architecture oh, so, okay so to me shapes and um minimalism geometric shapes are like I, I feel like they give images like a certain design or a certain look so yeah they create um, negative space around it that otherwise wouldn't be there and makes it more interesting yeah, so I, I started using that on my images, and, and the X, you know, honestly, the X just happened, like, by accident. I don't know if it was, like, subconsciously, because um, I'm in the border town of Juarez, and Juarez has a big, free, I don't know, a big freaking X sculpture, um, a red... Oh, I've seen X. that somewhere. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's just a big-ass freaking X, bro. So I don't know if it was subconsciously that I just, one day, like, I, I created this image, and I was just like, you know what, it's missing something that had this red uh sharpie and i just put it next and i was like oh that shit looks cool you know it make it makes the image pop out yeah that there it is yeah yeah that's so weird man what is that x4 you man? can actually see that from um interstate 10 as you're driving yeah. through town. oh yeah. man the biggest x uh, okay <laughs> on it's texas the... border <laughs> interesting yeah, that's so that... the other side of the you know that's in what is mexico so i mean it might have been a subconscious oh. thing and i next thing you know i just started dropping that x everywhere and Dude, that's awesome. Well, it also, I think it also kind of goes along with, with um, dead and punk. You know what I mean? Dead, yeah. usually they have the crosses in the eyes. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. So, uh, I think it uh, worked out perfectly for you, man. I like, I, I like how it came from, from, uh, architecture though. That's, uh, that's interesting. I think it's cool yeah, too. Like, whenever you have these images in front of it, because it gives the image a certain type of depth too, you know what I mean? Even though it's a flat surface, man. So yeah, super cool, man. Hell yeah. Yeah. And those actually take a little longer than your normal weed paste, you know, cause oh, yeah. you, you got to lighten it Hell up yeah. and then, Oh, I got to put this little X right here in the right spot. And all right, let's go. You know, <laughs> so I, I get a little panic. I panic a little, but I'm like, damn, man, I need to stop doing these fucking pace that take longer than they should. You know, <laughs> do you still get, get, you still right. get a little nerve wracking when you uh, go out on the street, man? I, I still do, bro, but I haven't, to be honest with you, bro, I, I haven't done it in a while, bro. Like, okay. Okay. Probably like more than. Well, you've been busy with the art show, almost basically, two right? years. I mean, yeah, I've been doing more art now, but... Almost like, two years? You haven't done anything in the streets in almost two years? Yeah, like, I haven't pasted in, like, almost two years, bro. Like, I just... You're going to lose your card. <laughs> <laughs> Can you? Is it possible to lose your card? <laughs> no, bro. No, no, I mean, no, not, no. Not when you've done enough work, man. I well, mean, I, I, I've done enough, but I haven't done, as, like, as much as... So I, I mean, I, maybe I shouldn't even call myself a street artist, you know. <laughs> well, you definitely Dude, once, I mean, once you have a, done one piece in the street, you're a street artist for the rest of your you got, life. You got so. credibility. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah I, it's I, coming I, from I mean, teach, man. Okay, so I don't like I said. You know, I'm very technical. I get very technical all the time, and uh, like I said, I, I feel like you know, uh, you know, this this whole community it needs more inclusiveness, man. There's a lot of like, hey, you're not this because of that you know, yeah. and, you know and, and like you know we try to not do that on this show man but um <laughs> but well, you know the, it, the, the last time the last time i pasted was uh when i went on to mexico i went to uh mexico city and that mm, was in mm, uh epic. march of 2019 when i went down there nice okay nice. so what was the uh occasion man Did you just go down there to uh do some art man or was it a, a little vacation as well well, I was supposed to go with a couple of friends, um, and he said he had a had a homie that said he had a wall down there that we can get down on. So nice. So cool. we were planning to go, and as the day got closer, these guys couldn't get their pot their passports, and I had already gotten my my ticket, so I ended up just going by myself. Oh, nice, nice, nice. So that can be that, fun, though. Have you ever yeah. been to Mexico City? No, that was my first time, bro. Ah, I just, okay. I just fucking oh, went by myself, and I said, "Fuck it." I mean, I already paid for the tickets, like. Life is a risk, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, hell yeah, I know that's one of your do it sayings, the artist man. way. You know what I mean? Do it yeah. the artist way. Now, so, how, how was it going to Mexico City, man? Because I love Mexico City, man. It's like, honestly, aside from the traffic, man. You, you know, uh, it's. I haven't been yet, so. <laughs> we'll go one day, man. But uh, you know, you know, I'll tell you right now, the traffic is so horrendous, man. L it, I'm from LA too, okay? It's fucking worse than LA traffic, man. If that's even possible. But uh, I, I mean, aside maybe from I that, don't want to go. <laughs> the culture <laughs> the food uh the, the sights man it was so amazing man did you have what kind of experience did you have in uh mexico city man aside from uh i was you, i was there up. for three days and um I, I just ended up getting uh airbnb uh right there in the, the uh, downtown bro of mexico city right there by uh socalo mm, okay um you know where the, the freaking uh teotihuacan pyramid not the teotihuacan pyramid it's a fucking tenochtitlan yeah, the sun uh, and so the whole yeah, yeah, the whole yeah. area right there. So I didn't really go deep into Mexico City like anywhere else. I just hung around in downtown. I mean, I was by myself, I didn't really know anybody. Um and I just I just had uh 
you know, I brought like the my posters and shit that I was gonna use to piece down here. Um, I did go to a a, a punk uh, flea market that was man the that's like it's a pretty big uh, punk flea market out there, man. Uh, nice. It, it, it has a, it's a it has a crazy name, man. I can't think of it right now. Never heard um, of a but, punk flea market. Yeah, yeah, just a big ass fucking like swap flea market of nothing. It's crazy, bro. Like, it's, it's, just, it's, it's crazy, but it's cool. Um, so that's one spot that I wanted to visit, so I checked that out. Um, but pretty much I was driving around um, uh, with the Ubers or a taxi. Uh, I, I, I tried to, I, I, used, I was using their, uh, their scooters, you know, their glides or whatever. Those, you know, the scooters downtown that they have now and shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, they had them down in Mexico City, so I was just cruising around that in the Roma, just... <laughs> Looking for murals and shit. Looking for spots to hit. Um, you, I mean, that's what it was, bro. Like, I mean, I went out to a few bars. I learned about uh, drinking mezcal. Uh, nice. Ah, now you're talking my language. Yeah, the, the mezcal. He's a big the... mezcal fan, man. Uh, <laughs> hey, what's the difference between uh, mezcal and uh, uh, tequila? Uh, that punk? You know what? Honestly, bro, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you, bro. Like, You couldn't taste any as difference? As far as... I honestly I don't, bro. <laughs> I don't. Well, certain tequilas and certain mezcals are so smooth and smoky. You know, it, basically a, a mezcal is a, is a smoky tequila. You know, yeah. and all all mezcals come from Oaxaca, and um, they I mean, uh, I, it's just a, a longer process that they go through. I I, I take of of tequila and mezcal, but I'm not. I don't really like drink too much of it, so I don't really know too much on. Flavors and you're more a Tecate like tall that. can guy, right? Yeah, like I, I drink, I drink beer. I like to <laughs> yeah, drink me too. Jack and Coke. Um, you know, uh, I'll take different shots, like those picklebacks, or you know, fucking some of those sweet shots sometimes. You know, like and a tequila here and there. You know, but yeah, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I'm not an expert on none of that. So, um, you know what? I found that uh, uh, the punk market, man. Um, it's called Tianguis. Calturo el del Chopo. So they short Chopo, for yeah, el something Chopo. like that. Yeah, yeah. Super cool, man. Yeah, if Chopo, you're into like yeah. that whole yeah, a lot of Mexicans are really into the whole like metal punk rock vibe, man. And this seems like a super cool little market that you could uh find some cool stuff, man. Hell yeah. Yeah, man. They have really like shit. I never heard of that before too. So dude, that's awesome, man. Oh, see that he's got the bottles right there. This uh <laughs> this one is <laughs> Um, this one is uh, one of my favorites. It's uh, El Silencio. Um, Silencio. Yeah. And uh, yeah. then uh, this one was actually given to me for uh, my birthday a while back. Shikaru. And uh, I can highly recommend both of them are very nice. Damn, that's um, cool. But, uh, are they, are I, they I, both mezcal? Yes. Yeah, they are. Um, okay. I, I only drink like maybe once a week or once every other two weeks or something like that. But when I do drink, I just like having like a, a mezcal margarita. You know what I mean? Have you, and, have you, you know, the mezcal has a little bit of aphrodisiac to it as well. So, oh. uh, does tequila have aphrodisiac or do they filter that part out? Teach. Well, uh, tequila has uh, properties to it that, okay. uh, yeah, but the mezcal is known to have a bit more. So. Okay. Ha nice. Nice. Have, have you have you had the pulque? That's no. that's that's where I was. That's where I was going. Uh, going to when I was mentioning the mezcal because over there did you drink mezcal with pulque? And pulque, it's like I don't uh, even know what pulque is. What is that? 
Yeah, Purke is kind of like, uh, what is it, bro? Like, I, I, it's a milk color. It, 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 it almost looks like orange juice. Oh. It's, it's the, I don't know if it's the pulp of the, mezcal, of the plant of the mezcal or some shit, bro, but you drink that shit too, and, it's, and, and it comes in different flavors. And it's, it's, it's something to do, it has something to do with pulque, uh, mezcal. If you look it up. Oh, here uh, it is. <laughs> yeah, and it's here like, it I, don't, I don't know what, I, I don't remember what they told me it was. I mean, uh, they were telling me I was drinking, so. You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know like, yeah. Oh, I understand. Cool. You know, yes. like, we got different flavors, orange. and What they're saying food. is pulque is a, a milk-colored, somewhat vis viscous liquid that produces a light foam. It is made by fermenting the sap of the agave so it's kind of like oh, the agave yeah yeah so it mezcal is made it sounds like something i'm gonna have to try at least no oh, yeah yeah man. man yeah yeah so that's the first time of me ever hearing about that shit when i went down to mexico city the pulque like every, every place had pulque like hey so that, you want your you drink your tequila or your mezcal and then they bring you the pulque as a, i don't know if it's like uh, a chaser or something oh man but. no this is this is uh <laughs> I, I mean this is kind of new so basically nice. there's three three drinks made out of agave and uh, they're tequila, mezcal, and pulque, basically. Yeah. Oh. Dude, oh, you're educating us gringos, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, man. Gringo? You're a gringo, dude? Hey, gringo. you know what? <laughs> you know, I'm an I'm a American, so, uh, you know, they probably consider, hey, you know. We're all Americans, my friend. Yeah, we're, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. We're yeah, all so, I mean, hey, I, I didn't even know about it, you know, so, I mean, that's, that's what happens, you know, when you're not from that country or your, your, your country from your roots, you know, like, you don't know a lot of shit, and so, in a way, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm a gringo, too, to them, I'm a gringo, you know, like, because I don't know what the fuck, yeah. you're, like, you're Tex-Mex, man, you're Tex-Mex, man, like, where are you from, even my accent, when I speak Spanish, they're like, oh, you're not from here, huh? you're from, uh, from the U.S., because you got that accent, you know, because, you know, wow. I'd, be speak, I'd be speaking Spanglish over there, you know? <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, tell us about your show, that uh, the most recent show you had. Yeah, yeah. So um, that's the show that I wanted to have last year, but, you know, the the pandemic hit and no place. Been there, done that, yep. You know, so, so I put it off for a whole year. So during that year, I was just, you know, I said, fuck it, just paint some more. Um, but, yeah, Rise of the Dead was, I mean – you know, it, it was just, it's a show about, um, like, my first show also, was dude, this just happened. This is just May 14th and May 15th. Yeah, man. We're, yeah, we're, 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 we're yeah, recent, man. We're up to yeah, date. Two days ago, bro. <laughs> Three days ago. Fresh in the mind, man. And, yeah, yeah I had some, I saw some awesome clips, man. And, uh, you know, just tell us a little bit about, you know, how, how it was, man. Uh, it was good, bro. Um, really, the show was about, uh, like the first show I had was called You're Already Dead. And that's kind of like a play on, uh, you know, uh, most people are already dead, you know, like fucking just living life, you know, waiting to die life, you know, like you're, you're already dead, bro. You're not living. You're just going to work, coming back, doing the same shit every day. You're not following your dreams. You're not doing that. I mean, you're not doing the things that you want to do, you know, so you might as well be dead, you know, just, you know, shit like that. So, um, that's part of it. And also like, you're already dead as in, you know, um, you know, the way the system works, you know, the, their governments, you know, the, the matrix we're kind of living in, um, you know, our, our foods are poisoned, you know, got all kinds of bullshit on our foods and, you know, the, 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 the wages, the, the, the rich sucking the life of people's labor, you know, not paying them, uh, 
and I mean, and I'm not talking about your your small business shops. You know, I'm talking about these corporations that can afford to pay you a decent a decent wage, and they don't do you do that. You know, and they, I mean, greedy fuckers. Yeah, 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 just 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 shit like that, man. And and that's what you already did was all about. And then I had another show called The Dead Don't Riot, which means like people don't don't stand up, they don't fight back. You know, they're dead. You know, the dead don't riot. You know, they don't fight back and shit. And Rise of the Dead was the people that have woken up, you know, the people that are like, are starting to see, are, 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 are rising from the dead, you know, they're just snapping out of their zombie states, you know, um, and Definitely. they're starting to see the, nice. the, the, the shit and the, the, yeah, like all the shit that goes on, you know, I mean, I don't, I, I mean, you guys know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah, man. Tell, tell, I mean, no, that's a, that's a nice solid but, yeah. progression. Nice solid progression of shows, man. I dig Speak, that. Speaking of you're already dead, man. Tell us a little bit about this uh, collaboration, man. Because uh, uh, you know, from <laughs> oh, a yeah, 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 previous the, alumni of the show, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, I think I, I started seeing that uh, piece that Gula Buddha was doing and shit, and um, I hit him up, bro. Hey, let me do a collab, bro. Like, cause I, I think I, I think he was putting uh, the slogan he had was. Uh, get out of here or get out while you can or something like that. Yeah. I don't know if you can see yeah, my yeah. screen, but I got it right up here. Get yeah, out oh, while yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. Get out while you can. Yeah, yeah. So I just thought it would be a cool collab if I kind of fuck with it and just put my my slogan on it. It's, it's, you're already dead, you know? But yeah, it was <laughs> like a cool it. collab. He was down to doing shit, so it was cool. That was my it's first cool, time. cool, man. Uh, speaking, that was your first time what? Collabing with him. Because I, I had hit him up a while back, and we talked about collabing on something, and it, we just never had the right image or you know the it just never happened and and when i started seeing that image around i think that was like the perfect time that to do that, that right there is some great information for uh, those of you who are listening who are artists and want to collaborate with other artists um what you have to realize is that you know sometimes when you're trying to collaborate with somebody you know you're not going to have something that comes up right away and you shouldn't try to squeeze something out just because you're doing a collab with that person you want to do it now this yeah, is a great example. It, man. Yeah. Give you it time. It. Wait for other images to come out. And then just like uh, Dead Punk did, you're going to see something. You're going to get an idea. And then that's that's when you go for it, man. That's awesome. That's a, that's a great collab also, story right there. Another thing is, too, I mean, this is just this is not talking about anything in our example. But it's like, hey, sometimes people feel like, hey, man, if I could just get a collab with that dude. Yeah. Um, like, my art career is going to take off. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, know and, that, and, and that never happens, bro. Like, it's <laughs> Thank never you. Really like that. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's never all, like that. You know? you know, you should think about it this way. It's like, hey, if you get to collaborate with an artist that you really respect and enjoy, the collaboration is actually the payoff. Actually, yeah, the fact that you're actually working together. You know what I mean? You shouldn't be like, hey, let me use this guy to uh, launch my yeah. own path of success. Yeah, you know and, what and I mean? That, that, that's actually never going to happen, bro. I need some more likes and comments. Yeah, I mean, like, Attention. I, I think one of the, yeah. uh, the, the guests on the show, Super Unlad Gasoline, once say, it's like, hey, man, you know, you got to build up Nike and you got to build up LV or Supreme to each the uh, great entity and then do the collab. And then yeah. it's like 10 times crazier, right? You, you yeah. know what I mean? Sometimes it's yeah. like, you know, if you're just always collaborating, like a lot of times, think about this in rap, in rap music, man. It's like, how many times do you see like the rapper and you don't know, have some guy featuring and then like, you know, you don't really know who that guy is and it was an okay verse and then you just move on, man. Like I said, rarely does it ever really, really take your career off, man. You got to do a lot of different collaborations, a lot of really influential people and you have to work to get to that point. Go ahead, Teach. 
Yeah, and um, you also have, oh, ask, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, please, you first. <laughs> no, no, yeah, and, um, and you also kind of have to, like, develop your own, like, style and branding yeah. and technique, you know, because a lot of times people hit you up and they're just starting and they think, like, that you'll collab with them, but it's not that you're better than them or anything. It's just like, yo, bro, like, I mean, you just started painting, you know, like, and you're hitting me up with, like, some shit that doesn't even go with what I do, you know, like, <laughs> you know, facts, you know, man. Just, like, you know, yeah, like, yeah, it's like, I if mean, the truth hurts, it's just different styles. It doesn't go with what I do. Like, I'm not going to do something that, that like, just like commission work. Like people hit me up to, to paint this and paint that, but it's not what I do. Um, you know, like, hey, yeah. can you draw a freaking Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse for me in my wall? Like, bro, like, have you seen my art? <laughs> if I do, I'm going to paint it in some crazy-ass way. Like, you you better give me full creativity here, you know, so I could do it and I'll do it. But there you go. Like, this is exactly what I want you to paint. Like, no, that's not what I do, you know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. So that that's, that's when you become an artisan instead of the artist. Yeah. <laughs> so my question for you is, uh, what, uh, what kind of music are you into? You know what? I, I listen. I listen to everything. Um, I'm guessing a little bit of punk rock, though, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, not not like before, but I mean, it's still there. You know, I'm like, just saying with a name like Dead Punk, I, I, I figure I, yeah, you know, I, you a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I still, I still, I still jam out to some of it. I, I, you know, my You're favorite a little bit songs older on a playlist right? and shit. Like, but now I just listen to everything. Sure, sure. Um, okay. So, dude, I saw this awesome. You had some dancers at the uh, at your show, man. I mean, you, you kind of get down with the, uh, the, the <laughs> yeah. dancing, right? I mean, do you have well, I didn't get so to cool. dance, but yeah, they, they <laughs> dance. I mean, sorry, they, they dance. Yeah, they dance, man. <laughs> you know, I mean, that's cool, man. What was the what was the whole story behind this, man? Well, I, I've always wanted to have some ballerinas at my show and shit, and I always thought it would be a cool idea to have them like you know a little bit punked out or just a little different than what a ballerina looks, and and having a uh, wearing a luchador mask. Hell yeah, man! That's awesome. Um, so, I I hit up uh I hit these uh, these girls up up at an urban movement dance academy, and I was like, look, I'm having a show. I would like to have some ballerinas dance to this song, and, we, and it was the the Joker the Joker bathroom dance sound. Oh dance song. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. All that when he's dancing in the rock bathroom and roll and part two, yeah. right? Hey, right. No, 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 not that one. The, the one, one where he's in the bathroom where he's, he, oh. he after he shoots the, the, the dudes in the train. Then he oh, goes okay, into the okay. bathroom. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. kind of like a little creepy little kind of dance he does and shit in the bathroom. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. You go to, if you go to my G, uh, nice. I think on my IGTV, you'll see a clip of them dancing to that song. Okay, okay, let me on see. On my that. Instagram. On your Instagram TV. Hell yeah, let me pull that up real quick. But yeah, man, so that, that's super cool. What was the... Uh, what was it that inspired you about the uh, Joker film, man? What, like the the song, or what? I, well, just to uh, do that. Or? Yeah, to do that. Yeah. Well, you know, um, the Joker movie was a pretty good movie, and it's very, like, very, like, uh, kind of like, you know, what people are living through right now. You know, like people are exactly are getting, you know, desperate and shit. Like things are are bad, you know, and and this is a guy that just snaps you know after fucking taking so many hits in life and he just fucking snaps and i feel like that's happening and it's happening right now it's to the side you can put the right about the, that my friend you could put the sound a little bit or you can hear it but i i i posted it i don't know why the fuck it came outside it was like that but it's already on there <laughs> no you know, worries sorry, no dude. worries yeah uh but yeah go check it out on uh yeah. Death Punk's page man nice 
Hell yeah, man. Uh, but dude, man, this, you, some of your work is super cool, man. I, I mean, a lot of your work is super cool, but it's just like some of the stuff that you just came out with, man. It's super cool. I love like kind of like the remixes that you did in terms yeah. of like the. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying the development. You know what I mean? I, as as an artist, um, you know, I think that uh, part of that is continuing to explore, you know, new ideas and, and new designs and stuff and, and new colors and everything. And, and uh, you know, I definitely see a, a progression in your work. I love seeing that, man. Oh, yeah, Thank you. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so nice. those are like animated images of my That's painting. That's so cool. <laughs> are you releasing NFT versions of these, uh, I assume, right? Well, yeah, they're supposed to be NFTs, but I just haven't posted them yet. Uh, nice. I think I'm waiting a little bit longer because... Who knows what the fuck is going on I, in that market? Yeah, right? I, don't, I don't think right now is a good time. I think it feels like, I feel like it's really saturated right now. Everyone's making NFTs and you're just going to get lost in the... Unless, I mean, unless you exactly, get into like exactly one of the what big. I'm thinking right now, it's exactly what I'm thinking. Just give it a little unless, while. Be ready. Be ready. Yeah, just just put in some work, have some ready, and just wait a little while and just get in. But uh, um, yeah, I mean, unless you're getting into those big uh, market. Especially with fucking Elon Musk dissing Bitcoin. I mean, what the fuck, man? <laughs> Asshole. Hey, it's hey, not you fuck you, Elon friendly, Musk. <laughs> you uh, you got some Bitcoin or what? No. Uh, <laughs> hey, it's all about Dogecoin now, man. Okay. Oh man, XRP, bro. Hey, listen to me. You guys need to buy XRP, bro. XRP, XRP huh? Is that the one? Yes, sir. That's the one, man. Okay. Okay. We're, 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 uh, we're way past an hour. Behind but the scenes with the bank. Tell us, sell us on. Give us a hey, XRP uh, pitch, real quick, man. Yeah. <laughs> What's those? Well, hey, look. Yeah. Look, Bitcoin is slow. It's expensive and it takes a lot of energy to mine. So if you believe in the new world order, the shit, you know what they want? They want green and sustainable, bro. That's what they want. And Bitcoin ain't that shit. XRP is fast and cheap and they're working behind the scenes with the banks. So oh, yeah, who, who, who are the ones that are going to end up winning at the end? The banks, bro. So buy XRP, bro. And it's cheap right now. Dude, listen to you. Well done, my man. This is the bank's crypto, huh? What do you got coming up? You got anything coming up, or uh, what's the best way for for people to reach you to, to have commissions done, or? Well, or I mean, just follow, just hit me up on uh, my Instagram page, bro, at deadpunk underscore x. Um, right now, I, I just finished having that show, bro, so I, I don't have shit going on, and I don't really plan on. I mean, good like, chill for a bit you just had a show you're supposed to chill yeah for a bit yeah now. man like I, I i'm still trying to recover from those two days bro you know like i think on friday i didn't sleep because i was trying to finish one of those paintings uh, oh I went my to god sleep, like at three in the morning and woke up at six in the morning wow. to finish oh, it man. and i still didn't finish it up until 30 minutes before the show started i was barely putting that damn sealer on you know waiting for waiting nice but, Dude, that is off. But that's that's the way it goes, man. That's, that's how the shows way it goes. go. You never have enough time, bro, to do everything you want, man. And I didn't get to do everything I wanted to do for the show, and but you know, there's still ideas that I can use later on. Yeah, man. Another um, show, yeah. Are you, absolutely, man. Are you gonna do anything with uh, your crew, Los Visionaries, man? I just want to plug them real quick at the end, man. Is there anything you know coming what? up? I do. I do want. Um, I mean, every year we have a, like a big ass two, three day show. Um, you know, uh, we were supposed to have one last year, but the pandemic hit. 
we haven't talked about it, but maybe we should, you know, now yeah, that man. everything's opening up, have a, a big ass visionary show again this year. We welcome oh, yeah, uh, you guys to come and uh, have your guys come on the show and plug the sh- whatever you need. Cause uh, you know, the street art community, man, is, you know, we're based out of here in LA, you know, we have so many friends all around the country and all around the world, man. And uh, you know, we don't want to forget about El Paso, man. So, uh, you know, we're, yeah, you're yeah, the first yeah. artist that came out of, <laughs> Uh, El Paso that's been on the show man so uh oh, hell awesome yeah, man. having you man and uh, we'd love to have any of the members of your crew on to uh, talk a little bit more about the street art world man so uh yeah 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 so I mean I'll, show, I'll, I'll tag you I'll tag them up on you guys' uh Instagram and I'll let them know and you know whenever you guys have a, a spot you know you want to fill them in you know let us know so uh where, where where can they find you aside from your Instagram drop your Instagram one more time and also your website man yeah, so it's uh, my Instagram is uh, deadpunk underscore x on Instagram, and then uh, if you wanna hit up my website, uh, hit it up at youralreadydead.com, and there you can find uh, you know a little basic info on my on myself and right, so my original picture. artwork. Uh, yeah, a lot of cool videos too, man. Whoever your videographer is, you know, shout out to him, man, because. You know, got a lot of super cool stuff. And, uh, you know, a lot of it's not audio. There's no words in it. So I, I'm not going to include it inside this episode, man. But, uh, you know, go check out you're already dead, uh, dot com, man. And uh, thank you so much, Jet Punk, for joining us today, man. Thank you, bro. And, uh, yeah, it was good. It was cool meeting you guys, bro. And uh, hopefully I get to meet you guys in person and hang out one day. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. Uh, man. Maybe uh teacher, I know you, I know you do, do you, you do uh, wheat paste, no? You do some street art? Oh yeah, well I, I usually do stencils straight yeah, on the box. Yeah, but I, occasionally I do, I do wheat Last paste. time he was out in Texas, he was doing some wheat paste with uh with some up of the up in Austin. Yeah, up in Austin, but uh, yeah. So I mean, I haven't done it in a while, bro. But I mean, maybe one day if you're down here or on, uh, where are you at? I'm in LA. Oh, in LA. Okay, so if I'm ever <laughs> back down there, bro, I'll hit you up and Please. go on a little session. You know, I mean, you probably have to be in the other side of the street. You know, I don't really want. I don't want to be walking with you. You know, I start getting nervous. <laughs> and well, teach you don't want to be walking with the guy <laughs> doing street art when he has the uh, the wrestler mask on, right? <laughs> he doesn't wear that when he goes out, dude. Yeah, actually, the way I dress, I'm I just joking. dress like, uh, like if I'm a college kid, bro. You know, I be wearing my I wear one of those satchels like uh, where you put your books in, and I carry just a little. Uh, a little bucket of uh, blue. <laughs> I got my brush and it's open like like if I'm going to school and it looks like I, I got a laptop in there. Oh yeah, that's man. perfect, man. And, you know nobody thinks I'm out there weed pacing, you know. Especially oh, yeah, early man. in the morning, I think I'm going to school. Well, yeah. holler us next time you're in LA, man, and we'll do the same. We're in tech. All right. All right, guys. Thank uh, you so much right, for man. joining thank us you. today, man. Uh, Thanks, for the bro. listeners, uh, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Thank you very much and peace. 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 Hey, what's up? It's James. And teacher. We just want to tell you a few ways that you can support us. Financially. That's right. 
You can go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash PTTP show. Inside the Patreon, you can find a few different packages. You got everything from like a dollar all the way up to $5,000. You know, like if you're business, you want to do some advertising, you want to be a guest on the show or something like that. But you know what? We appreciate any way you guys would like to support us. This is just another way of doing it. Or access the shop at lastreart.gallery. Check out the shop as I'm a teacher's original artwork, some stickers, and also other merch coming at you from some of the guests on our show. Thank you very much. Peace. Peace.